0: this single-minded conversation. It is uh, December 2nd, 2021. I'm here to do a quick spiel uh, recorded in a private room without a live audience about how I'm going to handle corrections and some of my concerns about fact-checking on this platform. This was sparked by the first instance, at least that I'm aware of, of false information being disseminated on my show. In my defense, it came from a caller rather than from me because I would never, ever, ever get anything wrong ever. Of course, just would never happen. Okay, so I did a show last night. If you look in the feed, it's called Episode 2, Critics' Corner, The Pilot, Only Taking Calls from Listeners Seeking to Express Disagreement. As the title suggests, it was a show where I only took calls from folks seeking to express disagreement. Uh, it actually ended up being a pretty friendly crowd. So I, I failed a little bit. Um, it was mostly folks asking questions, phrased like, I'm a fan of your work and I listen to every episode of Watcher Reported. But so it was like sort of friendly questioning. And I'm trying to figure out a way to expose myself to, you know, harsher or more serious questioning because I think that's a potentially exciting and useful way to use this platform. Um, but for our purposes, what matters is that I got a question from one caller about Barry Weiss. Here's approximately how it read on the transcript. I mean, she had on Brett Weinstein to promote anti vax stuff uh, way after her article on uh, the IDW, Intellectual Dark Web, in the New York Times, and I heard crickets from kind of your end of the cultural commentary sphere. So in other words, the caller was saying that I had not spoken up against Barry Weiss having Brett Weinstein. Weinstein. someday I'll remember how to pronounce his last name. Sorry, Brett, uh, on her podcast to spread questionable ideas about COVID vaccines or maybe ivermectin or whatever. I'm not sure what he thought he was referring to. But the problem is this: this never happened. Uh, Brett Weinstein did not go on Barry Weiss's podcast, which is called Honestly, to talk about vaccine stuff. She's never had him on. As I was listening to the question, in the back of my head, I was like, that doesn't sound right. And I actually tried to Google that episode so I would know exactly what the caller was referring to, but I couldn't pull it up. And it felt weird to challenge him in real time to actually produce a link and clarify. So the next day today, I asked Barry herself, and she confirmed she'd never had bread on. And then I DM the caller he confirmed that he'd been mistaken. There had been some other instance of her tweeting something uh, by Brett. He found questionable. questionable. That, that doesn't really matter. The point is what he said in the room was false. So two points I want to make about this. One is um, this is going to be a really challenging thing to figure out on this platform just because of its sort of live nature. I, I think I'm just going to have to more effectively challenge callers when they're making claims about stuff I'm unfamiliar with uh, or that I think might not be accurate. If I'd just taken the 30 seconds to ask this caller to look up the title of that episode, that supposed episode with Barry and Brett, uh, for example, I, I, he would have quickly realized he was mistaken. The problem is that's 30 seconds of boring sort of logistical audio and maybe a few people would have left the room in the meantime. But I think that's a worthy trade-off to make sure stuff like this happens as little as possible. I do have to admit that in thinking through all the challenges of running a live call and show for the first time, I hadn't really thought about the fact checking component of it much. So that's something I'm going to have to keep in mind as I experiment with this platform. And I'm sure my policies will have to evolve uh, as I go. In this case, what I'm going to do is just post a very prominent correction at the top of the um, that episode so that anyone who clicks the show link will see that correction. Editing it out would be like a little bit difficult. So I'm, I think I'll be in the clear to post this uh, correction and then alongside the correction explaining what was wrong. I'll just include a link to this mini episode uh, explaining exactly what happened. Okay. This is getting long winded. The second point I want to make is that this is a thing that happens all the time, especially on Twitter. So someone will say that I expressed a view or that someone perceived as one of my friends or allies expressed a view and they'll say, how could you stand by that comment that you made or this other person made? Except we didn't say that thing. Like it's either a false rumor or the result of a true claim that got mangled over the course of several rounds of internet telephone. That's sort of the case here. I, the caller did have some complaint about Barry Weiss and Brett Weinstein, but it just somehow in his head, this is a totally accidental process. It was, I don't think he meant to do this, but he misremembered it as one seen going on Barry's podcast. Um, but it, it, it's so frequent, especially on Twitter. And I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. I think the majority of the time someone comes to me, mad at me about something I've said, something specific, uh, it falls into this general category of stuff that's hard for me to respond to because it doesn't map onto reality. Like I can't really respond to why I didn't speak out against this Barry Weiss episode given that the episode never happened, so there was nothing for me to speak out against. This is not to beat up on the caller in question, who I thought showed you know honesty and integrity after I DM'd him, but I just want to highlight a major challenge of trying to respond to criticism online. Um, I do sometimes worry that because so much of the Twitter criticism in particular is bad faith or misinformed, that does cause me to react in a reflexively negative way to good faith criticism on Twitter or elsewhere. So I hope that we can like not have this happen a lot on this platform. And then I hope if I do respond overly defensively, people will sort of call me out on that. Uh, I I, I think this could be a good platform for genuine and slightly longer form and more in-depth conversations with folks I disagree with. And I'm very open to suggestions on that front. Uh, But all I would ask, I'm going to try to make that happen. All I would ask in exchange on the part of college is just like, double check whatever you're going to ask me about it about before you ask me about it, you will probably have some time in the queue to do so. It's not a good use of anyone's time. If I have to scramble to fact check something on the fly and and in the worst instances, I might have to just like delete a whole exchange before I post the episode. So at the very least, like if you're going to ask me about something specific, just double check it and have it up on your phone or your computer while you're waiting in the queue. So if I have any questions about it, you can just answer them uh, easily. Uh, I think that's about it. I did just want to explain a bit about what happened and some of the challenges of online fact-checking and debate, uh, both on this platform and elsewhere. Always open to your your DMs and to suggestions about how to handle this stuff better or who I should talk to uh, as I ramp up interviews, which is going to happen soon. But yeah, I could ramble further, but I will leave it at that. I will see you guys the next time I do a public room, which will be very, very soon. Thank you and have a good night.